Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Nehemiah 6, chapter verses 1 through 3, and I'll be reading from the Message Translation. I'll be reading from the Message Translation. It just gives me some clarity for where we are. Thank you, sir. Amen. Nehemiah 6, chapter verses 1 through 3, it'll give us some clarity on where we're going and what we are doing for what God has for us this morning. Nehemiah 6, chapter verses 1 through 3, and we'll be starting a new series this morning. Amen. God got a new series for us to keep us going in his presence. Nehemiah 6, verses 1 through 3. I'm reading from the message, message translation. It reads, when Samballat, Tobiah, Jishim, and Arab, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies, underline that word, enemies, heard, underline that word, heard, that I had rebuilt the wall, underline rebuilt the wall, that there were no more breaks in it, underline there, that there were no more breaks in it, even though I hadn't yet installed the gates, underline the gates. Samballat and Jeshim sent this message, come and meet with us at Kerifrium in the valley of Ono. I knew they were scheming to hurt me. So I sent messengers back with this. I'm doing a great work. I can't come down. Why should the work come to a standstill just so I can come down to see you? I want to preach of this message, arise and don't come down. Put it in the timeline. Arise and don't come down. Arise and don't come down. This message is on the heels of a phenomenal month of January in 2021. What God has ignited us again like never before. He has calmed our fears. He has reestablished us in new direction. And God is pushing us forward like never before. Although as a pastor, I recognize uh, and a leader of the kingdom that God has moved many of us forward. I still yet recognize that some are still coming along. It is my heart and I believe it is the heart of God that as we move forward, we are careful not to leave everybody. But I've said it once and I'll say it again. We are moving forward. We want everybody to know, especially our church members and those connected in covenant with us, that God's agenda in the kingdom hasn't changed. What we must learn to do in a season like this is find out how to safely bring forth God's will. God is still interested in delivering. Tell somebody, I'm getting delivered. God is still interested in raising up people. Say, I'm being raised up. Come on. God is still interested in bringing people out. Say, I'm the one coming out. God is still interested in blessing people, increasing people, and maneuvering people out of things that 
that had them stuck years ago. And so while the world is in a quandary, a quandary about what it will do, God has already made his decision about God's people. I want you to know that God is yet moving in this big dilemma. God is still moving in the midst of COVID-19. Uh, and it takes boldness and courage and practicality to stay with God in this season. I'm telling you, if you sitting on the couch, which equals to, and you turned your couch into a bench, I'm telling you, you're going to miss God in this season. You can't afford to be home and be passive. You can't afford to be sitting on the sideline as if God's not moving now, and then one day when everything passes away, then you can catch up with God. You'll be late. He may bless you through mercy, but you'll be late. Tell somebody, God is moving right now. God is moving right now. I must get many of you to arise first before I tell you uh, don't come down. I got to get you to arise. Arise out of your sleep. Arise out of being slow. Arise out of being stuck. God has something for you and God not waiting to September to give it to you. Your blessing may come next week. I want to know, can God bless you while the devil don't know what's going on? I got a question. Can God open up the heavens in the month of February I got, I, I got a news for you can God bless your socks off in the month of March can God step in the midst of chaos and bless you like never before I'm telling you arise because God is moving I feel the Holy Ghost God is moving he's not moving just tomorrow but I want you to know he's moving right now he's shifting things right now it takes a great level of faith to move with God right now there are some waiting to move with waiting to move with God later but I got news God is moving right now this story of Nehemiah touches my heart very dearly um, at this moment because Nehemiah is faced with a great challenge Nehemiah goes to see his city of Jerusalem and he knows that they have been taken into Babylonian captivity and Nehemiah said hey I got to go back and I want to see how the people of God are doing I want to see how my city of Jerusalem is doing and he goes and he meets uh, his friend by the name of Hananiah and he comes to one of the brethren and Hananiah and he says hey I want to know how the people of Judah are doing how are the Jews that have that escape and the ones that did not get caught in captivity uh, how those who are doing that are left in Jerusalem and when he heard the news of his friend Hananiah Hananiah told me oh there's a great affliction and a great reproach the people of the Jewish custom and our Jews our brothers uh, are, are been taken away the city is in ruins the city is a reproach it takes the breath out of Nehemiah he can't believe this once beautiful Beautiful and fortified city has been taken down by their enemy. He is blown away how people with so much promise and so much destiny can be snatched 
finished out of the track record and the journey they were on it took his breath away and then Hananiah began to tell him that the walls the walls of protection that Jerusalem had they were known to be robust in the midst of warfare before you dealt with the people and you affected or impacted the people of Jerusalem you first had to deal with their walls meaning their walls were protection and they had confidence that you couldn't defeat them until you defeated their walls their walls represented the defense of God but Hananiah told him oh the walls are torn down the walls are torn down Nehemiah heard this news and Nehemiah was flabbergasted he sat down and the bible says he began to weep and he wept many days and he began to travail and i believe the same thing uh, that nehemiah uh, felt is what many of us need to begin to feel about destiny feel about our lives like never before have i seen lives being wrecked destinies being shipwrecked marriages being destroyed children going haywire and y'all better hold on act like we only had enough to pray for during the Trump administration but you better stay prayerful we still got things to do during the Biden administration and you better be careful because I'm telling you this spirit of perversion is rampant and it's going to go loose and you're going to have to pray for your children like never before you're going to have to cover them like never before why because it's being open in the heavenlies like never before oh you're going to have to pray about perversion version like never before and yes you are you have to cover your family and you're gonna have to cover yourself y'all ain't saying nothing and there is an attack leashed on the people of destiny there is an attack leashed on what you haven't achieved yet somebody say yet there's an attack on your yet there's an attack on your tomorrow there's an attack on what you should do if you keep your strength and if you keep your fortitude there's an attack on what your children would become if they would stay in school and stay focused. There's an attack on our future, on our destiny, and on our tomorrow. Nehemiah hears the news and he begins to travail and he begins to weep and he begins to mourn. And in the midst of all that, he begins to fast and pray in the midst of that he says I know what to do I know what to do in the midst of dilemmas Nehemiah said I know what to do when everything is going haywire he said even if the people are partly responsible for the attack that came on their life I know what to do I know what to do Nehemiah said he begins to fast pray and seek God why because even if some of the attack that we're going through is some of the devil's winds are uh, if some of the devil's winds are at our fault yet Nehemiah knows our God is merciful he knows our God has made covenant with us he knows God longs to turn it around on our behalf even if our family is a mess because we messed it up come on we got to make it we can't make it seem like the devil got all free power and does everything the truth of the matter just like in the garden of Eden the devil didn't just wreck everything he used Eve and then Eve and Adam is the one who took up the forbidden fruit so we can't just blame the enemy for his behavior some of our own actions have gotten us in trouble but the good news I got some good news I can't wait to give it to you the good news is God 
God is merciful. God will forgive. God will restore. God will turn it around. God will make a way out of no way. That's good news. And Nehemiah began to seek God about what he should do because knowing that God will turn things around. He began to pray to God and say, God, you remember us from the days of Moses. And you remember the covenant you made with us. And he believed that God would turn it around. And as he began to weep, he turned his weeping into a strategy. Let me tell you this. When you start getting God involved, say get God involved. I don't care how much trouble it is, get God involved. I don't care if you've done the dirty work, just get God involved. Don't let the devil talk you out of a restoration project. Don't let the devil talk you out of a renovation project. Don't let the devil talk you out of rebuilding your marriage. Get God involved. Nehemiah, get God involved. He's no longer whining about the thing. He sees the calamity. He sees the broken walls. He sees the people of God discouraged, but he's no longer crying about it. He turns his crying into a strategy. See, you can never move on to your destiny until you stop crying about it. You gotta stop crying about your faults. You gotta stop crying about what you did. You gotta stop crying about your mistakes. You got to turn your energy that you use to cry, that same energy, you got to channel it into a strategy. Nehemiah said, I can sit around here all day and I can cry about what happened to my people. I can go in depression about what happened to our lives. But rather than going in through a breakdown, how about we move to a breakthrough? There is something you can do besides breakdown. There is something you can do besides give up. How about give in? There's something you can do but throw in the towel. You can lift your hands and surrender to victory. He said, I'm not going to spend all my days whining. I'm going to turn my whining into a strategy. Listen, Nehemiah says he's going now to see the king. He says, I got to get with people who got power to change this situation. Nehemiah goes to the king and Nehemiah begins to use the resources he's have. If you're listening to me carefully, I'm giving you strategy on how to rebuild. If you're listening to me carefully, I'm giving you strategy on how to come out of something. He gets with somebody who has influence. He gets with the king. And when he gets with the king, he says, king, he comes before the king looking sad. It's a strategy. He comes into the king's presence looking sad. And the king says, hey, Nehemiah, what's the matter? And haven't I as a king been good to you? What's wrong, Nehemiah? Uh, the, the sadness of Nehemiah to the, to the king is a sign to the king that the king hadn't done something right. He said, Nehemiah, you're my servant, and why are you sad? Nehemiah has strategically got sad. He said, I'm going to keep this sadness on me for just a little bit. I'm going to tell my little story for just a little bit because I got to get some favor on my life. So he goes in there and he tells a real story so he can get some real favor. Sometimes you got to look, sometimes you got to use the unfortunate thing that happened to you to open up a door of favor. Sometimes people are looking for people who've been through the mud and been through the grime and been through the dirt. But some of y'all full of pride will walk in there with your real story and then they say, oh, I'm sorry, you don't qualify. The people we're looking to bless is people who've been strung out. The people we're looking to bless is somebody who done had everything almost taken from them. 
the way this program works is you had to be through this, through that, and through that. And if you qualify that for this, we'll take you here. But some of y'all come in there with your prideful self, won't admit that you've been to the lows, and won't admit that you've been dragged through the mud. Nehemiah comes in there sad on purpose, and he tells this king, oh king, oh king, he said, oh king, my people are being beaten down, and they've been abused, they've been battered. And the king said, oh yeah. He said, king, I'm so sorrowful of my people. He said, king, I need you to release me. I know I'm the cupbearer and I'll serve you, but if you would be so kind and give me favor, please grant me a release so I can go rebuild my city. I, I couldn't be focused here, oh king. This is what he's trying to say. I couldn't be focused here, oh king, serving you. And I'm distracted about what is in my heart. My heart is for my people. I need you to release me. And, and the king said, I can do that. He said, not only do that, I need you to use your power and send letters to all the governors around in the providence and tell the governors that I need them to send resources. I need timber. I need wood. I need men and I need people and I need resources to rebuild. I want to show you the strategy. If you're going to move out of your situation, if you're going to rise out of your circumstance, hear me good. You got to learn to talk up. Stop being quiet when it's time to come out of your dilemma. You got to know how to talk up when you get into positions with people with favor and influence and people who can help you out. You got to learn how to talk up. Nehemiah begins to talk up and tell the king what he needs and the king said all right and the king actually signs the letters and give these letters of release to Nehemiah Nehemiah has released now to go rebuild see you need power to rebuild you need favor to rebuild your life to arise you need release to go back and Nehemiah gets this release to go back and rebuild his city and reveal what God has told him and put it in his heart and Nehemiah was so strategic listen to this Nehemiah goes and visit the city in ruins when Nehemiah goes and visit the city that's in ruins he don't take everybody with him see some of us can't ever make no real progress because time we make one little baby step we want to call our cousin them to come celebrate we want to call our auntie them and everybody else them and God can't ever give us no real progress because time Time we get a little bit of something we think it's time to share it with everybody and I know you a sharing person but sometimes you got to hold your strategy until it manifests sometimes you got to hold your plans until God start working with it Nehemiah don't take nobody with him he ride in there on the nighttime why because he don't want nobody about to see what he about to do so he rides out to Jerusalem all torn down in the middle of the night while everybody is sleeping while the enemy thinks nobody is about to rebuild while the enemy is resting because he think he done defeated the people of God there is somebody on the scene working on a rebuild for everything there's somebody working in the midst of the night ah, I ain't telling you all everything I'm working on there's some things I got back in the secret place that I'm working on for another day Nehemiah walks out there and begins to evaluate the city oh I need to do that he writes down notes and he gathers a plan on everything he needs to do 
to put things together. See, ain't nobody going to work with you without no plan. Come on, get yourself together. You got to get yourself organized. A person with a plan will attract resources. A person with a plan will attract favor. A person with a plan will attract people who are looking to invest. You got to at least get you a plan. You got to at least get you a vision. One of the things, I don't care if you still broke right now. I'm telling y'all, I feel like preaching. I don't care if you just filed bankruptcy. I dare you to get you a vision for tomorrow. It don't cost you nothing but a clear mind. It don't cost you nothing. Take out your pen and write down in five years, I'll be debt free. It's just a plan. It's just a vision. It don't cost you nothing but a little ink. It don't cost you nothing but a little time. What's stopping you now? You can't talk about I don't have enough money. You don't need a, you don't need money to write a vision. You don't need money to write a plan. Get to thinking. Get declutter your mind. Declutter your thoughts and start writing out the future. Nehemiah, start planning for the future. Oh, we're gonna pull this, build this wall back up. And this time we probably gonna build it stronger than it was before. Because there's sometimes when you revisit certain things in your life, you say, Well, oh, when we do it this time, it's gonna be better than it ever been before. Nehemiah God goes through a strategic process at night. It's only between him and God as he evaluates the city. And now he's getting ready to put forth the plan to rebuild. And I don't know about you, but the truth of the matter, rebuilding your life is not an easy task. Come on now. I know some of y'all are interested in starting over. But starting over ain't cute. Being 55 and starting over ain't cute. If you have to, all right, I understand. But how many know I'm not interested in starting over all the time? Come on. I'm not interested in starting over ain't an easy thing now. Some of us make it look easy. We got degrees in starting over. But I'm tired of starting over. Come on. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You done graduated from college, graduated from high school. How many interested in going back to pre-K? How many interested in going back to kindergarten? No, 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 no. I done been through that. I done learned my ABCs. I ain't got time to be waiting on my report card. I got other things to go through. See, I'm trying to tell some of y'all to get so mad in your life that you tired of starting over. I don't want to start over. I want to continue. I want to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. I don't want to be starting over every part of my life. I want to continue into the things of God. Tell somebody I want to continue. I need to put that in some of y'all's spirit because the devil keep coming for you to make you start over and he keep making you lose strength and you'll win it you know why you win it because you ain't seen nothing new only thing you see is the same things you always saw and you need a breath of fresh air you need to see something new in your life tell somebody I'm after new things in this season I'm after new growth in this season I'm after new territories in this season and I'm not going to be the one always starting over. I thank God for repentance. I thank God he forgives. But I'm about to hold on to my deliverance. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm about to hold on to my month of January. What God did in me in January. I'm about to hold on to it. I ain't got time to go back to January. There were 31 days in January. I ain't got time to repeat what he did in January. I'm about to build on this thing. Tell somebody I'm about to build on it. I'm about to build on 
oh yeah we after this thing this year we're not gonna be starting over in the middle of October tell somebody I ain't starting over in October no 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 and I dare not get to December 2021 and backslide from everything that God done in my life tell somebody I feel an anointing say hold on ah, don't you dare let go we've been mad endure for a night but hold on I'm telling you gonna have some rough moments but hold on to what God's building in your life I feel like preaching help me Holy Spirit Nehemiah said I'm not about to keep doing this thing I'm about to rebuild and I ain't interested in starting over uh-huh Nehemiah began to rebuild this temple we build the walls and he didn't only have to just rebuild the physical structures Nehemiah had to build up the people the people were discouraged the people were despondent Nehemiah had to talk to the people and tell the people let's get ready to work God is for us God will be with us and he had to rehearse in people's ears that God was still on their side can I talk to you for a minute have you ever been so distraught about what's going on in your life that you feel like God wasn't with you I feel like preaching y'all <laughs> that you felt like you done messed up how many ever felt like you messed up the big time this time just I don't really messed up so bad I know God ain't interested in me how many really felt like that come on that I don't messed up now God tired of rebuilding me God tired of picking me up God tired but Nehemiah comes to the people of God and say God's not tired God is interested in taking you to the next level God is interested in restoring your joy God is interested in pushing you forward come on we get tired but our God never sleep and our God never slumbers. Nehemiah stirs the people and the Bible says, and the people had a mind to work. The people begin to get themselves together. They begin to work. And while they were working, tell somebody, say, while they were working here comes the enemy and sometimes you don't know how valuable you are until you start working on something you don't know how valuable you are until you start working on something and now that you're working on something here comes the enemy as long as you was down beat down trodden over your gates were falling down you weren't about nothing the devil wasn't stunting you know why because he had already defeated you but the moment you decide greater is he that is in me than in the world the moment you decide that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made the moment you decide that you are the salt of the earth the moment you decide if God be for me the moment you wake up in your spirit and recognize God on your side put it there and say God still on my side when you recognize that then the enemy says wait a minute they don't reconnect it back to their destiny they don't reconnect it back to the word of God this is what happened with Nehemiah when people come back to destiny they came back to the word of God and Nehemiah was like hey y'all we can't stop building he gave them a strategy he says look you're gonna have to learn to be ambidextrous in this season meaning you can't quit working because you're in warfare he said you're gonna have to learn how to fight and build at the same time he said because you will never make real progress in your life if you don't learn how to do both some of y'all get to crying when it's time to fight because you say all I want to do is build all I want to do is build Lord all 
I want to do is pay my bills, raise my children, and live behind a house with a white picket fence. Why the devil won't leave me alone? Scat, devil, get out of here, devil. And you just scared to build and fight. But how many know you got to be able to do both in this season? You got to use your left hand and your right hand too. You got to learn how to build what God is causing you to build. And on the other hand, fight. Nehemiah said, y'all ain't coming down from working. Y'all going to have to learn how to have your tools in one hand and a shield and a sword in another. So at any moment, I feel the Holy Ghost. You are ready to defend what you're building. At any moment, the devil comes to attack you about your destiny. You are ready to build and defend at any moment. See, it's one thing to be building and got your hammer and your saw. And then you look up and here comes your enemy. And you're like, uh-oh, time out, enemy. Let me run and get my weapons. See, you ain't got time. I'm trying to tell y'all, you ain't got time. You got to stay armed up for God. You got to stay armed up. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty. Tell somebody they are mighty. I'm telling you, you got to learn how to build and fight. Nehemiah is dealing with enemies Sambalak, Jishim the Arab and they got so many enemies who are now confederate against them have you ever started doing something good and all of a sudden everything starts falling apart have you ever started getting yourself together and everything starts just falling apart it's very discouraging to the heart and the soul when you put energy towards making things better and then everything falling apart this was what's happening Nehemiah was getting the thing built up and in the midst of it here comes Sambalat and a few of the enemies and this is their first trick of the, this is their first tactic to stop them their first tactic to slow them down was an agreement of cooperation the enemy came to Nehemiah and said hey we see that you're building the walls and rebuilding Jerusalem we want to partner with you and we want to connect with you and help you build Nehemiah said no 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 uh, y'all been here the whole time while the walls were down y'all been here the whole time while our cities were in ruin matter of fact you've been a part of the people who attacked us and all of a sudden your kindness has come to help us rebuild see some of us got to get ourselves together because every time we get ready to rebuild God sends that excuse me the devil sends a familiar enemy but we don't got so used to our familiar enemies that we think we can bring familiar enemies and they're okay so every time we make progress you make progress you don't understand why that old chick you've been running away from sir is calling your line again you don't understand why this gal all of a sudden showed up in the spirit realm you get yourself together and all of a sudden she calls you you gotta say no girl mm -mm, no the last time we hooked up. I didn't recover for two years. Come on women, you got to tell that man, no, the last time we talked on the phone, I was crazy for three months. You got to stop going back to familiar stuff, especially if they ain't been helping you rebuild your life, and especially if they ain't been there that y'all ain't saying nothing. If they ain't been there, they encourage you through your lows. Time you get back on your feet, here they come, want to collaborate, and no, all the devil is a lie. You got to start rebuking some of this collaboration. This ain't no real cooperation. This thing ain't going to do nothing but take you backwards. This thing ain't going to do but take you down. Say, get out of here, Satan. I go 
you now see some of y'all should be there I done been through this lesson before I done trip, fail and I done been through here before I done been through this thing before I know how the devil works and you ought to start passing some of these tests come on tell somebody it ain't gonna work the weapon been formed but it ain't gonna work I done failed to that before not today I done failed to that last season not today I know about not picking up the phone when you're lonely can I preach a little bit y'all see some of y'all get weak there's time when you're lonely you just got to be lonely and I'd rather be lonely waiting on the blessing than be lonely with somebody taking me backwards I'd rather be lonely waiting on God to turn it around than be lonely and end up schizophrenia and end up crazy and having bipolar not knowing where you're going and some of y'all got to know how to shut off the phone and some of y'all got to know how to close the door and some of y'all got to know how to unfriend and find some new friends instead of always going back to the same thing tell somebody it's over I ain't going back to that I already know that game I already know that game you gotta stop going back to that same old fight so Sam Ballard the first thing he tries is to give them the spirit of cooperation I just want you to know I'm here for you Nehemiah it sounds so sweet and when you've been down sometimes you really want an encouraging word when you've been abandoned, you want somebody to come and comfort you. And those words of Sam Ballot were so sweet. He said, oh, Nehemiah, we see the work that you're doing, and we want to come and join in with you. Nehemiah said, no, you can't come here. We don't need your help. We, we, got, we got what we need. I done met with the king. I got the governor's release. We don't need your help. Tell somebody I don't need your help. Some of y'all need to put it in the timeline because there's some new words for you. You've been flunking these tests because you won't, you won't tell nobody. I don't need your help. Thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. you always been nice, but it's time for you to get mean. you always been cute, but it's time for somebody to say, ooh, she's so ugly. Ooh, she's so mean. Yeah! I done lost ground being nice. I done lost my destiny being cute. It's time for me to tell you no it's time for me to tell you get out of here it's time for me to tell you stop calling my phone I'm talking to somebody somebody gonna make destiny this year somebody gonna get to where God wants you to be you got to win over these old fights Nehemiah tell him I don't need y'all I don't need y'all I don't need y'all in this season I appreciate you Go on somewhere now. Go on somewhere. I don't need you no more. Come on, man. I know I'm talking about the women, but men too. Come on, tell me. I don't need you now, man. Come on. I've been there. I told y'all stories. When God switched my friends. Uh-huh. When God switched my friends. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get new strength. Why I couldn't get new places. But God says, because you're so interested in keeping the same friends that you had since high school. And I don't mind if those same high school friends have matriculated in maturity and growth along with you. But how come you don't grow into new places? They still in old places and you still going out with people, hanging around with people, conversating with people because you're one of those people you like holding on to old things. Hold a minute. And what you're doing in this season, you've been hoarding. And God's about to keep you from hoarding old things. It's time for you to wake up to new stuff, new relationships, new patterns, new habits. I feel a declaration right now. Everybody say new, 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 new. Come on, say new, 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 new. Come on. Come on, say new, 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 new. Put it in the timeline. I'm moving on to new 
things. I'm not going to be stuck in old things. Old things have been passed away. And behold, I'll do a new thing in you. Behold, I'll make you a new creature. Tell somebody new, 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 new. See, some of y'all been afraid to say that. So all you do is old stuff. But you've been hoarding long enough. It's time to move to new things. Somebody say new things. Uh, Nehemiah said, look, I ain't collaborating with y'all. Y'all ain't been helping me. And I'm telling you because Nehemiah rejected false help. Say false help. False help. And see, let me say this. See, you don't have time. That's why you need discernment. And you need wisdom of God. Because you don't have time to be tricked to find out it was false help. So you done lost months dealing with false help. And once you find out, you done lost this, you done lost influence, you done lost connection, you done lost ground. See, you don't have time to figure it out. You need to know at the get-go. You need to know at the beginning that this is real help or false help. See, I ain't got time. See, some of y'all like to try everything. Y'all like to try everything. Let me just try this and try that. And your whole life is full of trying stuff. No, I need to try something that works. I need to try something that God's glory is on. How about try that? Try something where God's favor is on. How about try that? The Bible said try the spirit by the spirit to see that it is of God. See, you got to test it first before you use it. See, y'all, you got to test it first. See, y'all trying to depend on something that ain't work. And God, and the enemy's been keeping your life in the same old, y'all hearing me today. Nehemiah said, all right, false, false help. You ain't working. But now, Sam Ballard is about to try one of his last final attempts. His last final attempts. Why? Because let me tell y'all something. Hell is nervous. Hell is nervous that you are arising. Hell, hell is nervous that your fight is back in place. Hell is nervous and got God involved. And, and, and Sam Ballard is going to try his final fight to get you off task. And this is how it goes. Sam Ballard comes to him. He says, hey, I need you to meet me down in the valley of oh no. He says, he said, Nehemiah, I need you to meet me in the valley of oh no. Because we need to talk. Because if you don't come talk to me this time, I'm going to go back to the king and all the governors and I'm going to tell them that you tricked them and that you're actually building up Jerusalem so that you can take over their kingdom. So he says, I'm going to put a threat out there that you're going to be hostile. You're going to be rebuild the city and then you're going to take over. That's what he tells them. He tells Sembala tells Nehemiah that. Nehemiah said, um, uh, why should I come down? from doing a good work to meet you in the valley of Ono. See, there are times once your discernment kick in, you ain't even got to come down for no meeting to determine what they talking about. He says, the first thing I want you to know, and I want you to write it down, he says, why would I stop the good work? Say, I'm a good work. Say, I'm a good work. Come on, I need you to confess that because you're going to always break the good work if you don't recognize you are a good work. What God is doing in you is a good thing. And Nehemiah says, no, this is a good thing that we're doing. Why should we stop? 
and come down to tend to talking to you and stop the good work. So I want you to understand that you're a good work. Pat yourself on the back and let's take authority over what the devil has said you cannot do and pat yourself on the back. Some of you need this encouragement. Come on, take your hand. Come on, pat yourself on the back and say, I am a good work. Come on. I'm a good work created in his workmanship in Christ Jesus. He says, I am not going to stop this progress because I am a good work. He says, I'm not stopping to come down. Second and secondly, the reason I'm not coming down uh, because I'm up and down don't sound good. How many know when the enemy is inviting you downward, you should know that this invitation should be rejected. And when the enemy is inviting you to sin, you should know that invitation is to be rejected. He says, I know this ain't God. Tell somebody, I know this ain't God. God ain't called me to go back. God ain't called me to go downward. He says, wait wait a minute. First of all, you want me to stop. Secondly, after stopping, you want me to come to a place called oh no. Not only is it called oh no, but it's a place that's in the valley. You ain't called me to no mountain. You ain't called me to nothing that's luxurious. You had the nerve to talk about you want to meet me in the valley? And you want me to come down to meet you in the valley? Tell somebody I'm not coming down to no valleys. I've been depressed. I've been sad long enough. I'm not taking no invitation to depression. I'm not taking no invitation to sadness. I'm not taking no invitation to loneliness. I'm not taking no invitation to being a scatterbrained. And you got to start rejecting the spirit to give up. You got to start rejecting the spirit to cave in. And Nehemiah said, we're not coming down to where you are. Thirdly, not only was he trying to get you to stop the good work, not only was it a valley, but the name of the valley was called Oh No. And let me tell y'all something. Sometimes you just got to listen to what the devil inviting you to. And if he inviting you to a place called Oh No, you got to respond and say, Oh No. Because oh no is the place of re- regret. Oh no is the place of I was on path, but look where I am again. The place of regret has, has to be shut in your life. It's a door that every time you're doing well, the next thing you know, the enemy siphons you, shifts you off course, and now you're at the place of no, oh no. I've done it again. Oh no. I'm going backwards. Oh no. I failed again. Oh no. I'm losing momentum. Oh no. I'm about to lose my house. Oh no. I'm about to lose my job. But we rebuke the spirit of oh no. It's the place of regret. It's the place of turning around in the wrong direction. And Nehemiah say, I'm not coming down. I'm not moving to a valley. And I'm not going to a place titled oh no. Tell somebody oh no. He said, oh no, I'm not coming there. I'm not moving to the place of regret. I'm going to not come down. I refuse to remove myself from the place of momentum. Let me say it like this. In this season, you got to know your assignment. You got to know what you need to fight for. You got to know what's at stake in this season. You got to know what you don't need to be negotiating for. You got to be so clear in this season over your assignment. You got to be so clear in this season on where God wants you to be. And you got to stand for it. You got to refuse to come down. 
You got to be determined. You got to have a fight in you. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to be revisiting this over and over again. I'm not going to be revisiting this time and time again. I'm moving to the place of arising and I'm not going to be visiting the place of, oh no. I'm not going to be in a cycle of repeating where I've always been. This is a time for new growth. Everybody say new growth. Everybody say new habits. Say new patterns. Say new changes. And I'm not going to repeat in the same old cycles over and over again. Beloved, I'm trying to tell you, you got to learn how to fight in this season. You got to learn how to contend for the faith. Contend for your destiny. You got to learn how to square your shoulders and say, I'm going to learn to fight myself through this. I'm not even going to let my emotions, I feel that today, I felt that real strong in my preaching and my teaching. I'm not going to let my emotions take me out of my breakthrough. And I'm talking about those negative emotions that'll make you just drag on and get sad and get so overwhelmed and some of you feel condemned about yesterday. And God's trying to pick you up out of the loader ball place, the place where you feel cast down. And God said, I want you to arise to your destiny. I want you to arise. No, I'm forgiving God. I'm a restoring God. I'll remember my covenant. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. I'll restore. I'll replenish. Then I want to teach you how to strategize. You got to learn to open your mouth. You got to learn to be honest about where you've been. Nehemiah didn't go to the king and start lying. He went to the king and he didn't fabricate. He told the king, my city's in ruins. My people are discouraged. I need to be released so I can go build and rebuild. Be honest about your situation. Partner with people who are willing to help you. Partner with people who are willing. Stop revisiting old familiar spirits. Shut the door on false spirits of false hope and false collaboration. Shut the door! Shut the door! Shut the door! Seal it tight. And if you can't handle a door being in your life, tear the door down and build a wall. If you can't handle a door, meaning you the place that you can say no, build a wall. If you feel too vulnerable that you can't tell people no, even I believe you got to know how to gracefully know how to say no everybody just say no come on say it right now say no thank you come on say no thank you no sir no ma'am no thank you come on say it again no I know that's the same elementary but some people have problems getting no out of them the enemy is tempting them to get off course and I'm telling you right now you better learn how to tell the enemy no Nehemiah said no I don't need your help your false help no I don't need your support no, I don't need you by me. No, I don't need you calling me. And there's some people, I, feel, I hear the Holy Ghost. I hear them, y'all. There's some people who think you need them. And they want you to need them. So they can always have a place in your life to manipulate you and control you. And their security, oh, I hear the Holy Ghost. Their security is your weakness. Meaning they are secure about who they are because of a weakness you have. And if you didn't have that weakness, they'll be terrified of your power. So you got to start being weak, number one, and you got to start making people feel comfortable with your low place. You got to say, I'm not here anymore. I don't talk that way anymore. I'm talking to somebody today. I feel the Holy Ghost. 
I don't talk that way no more. I got a new direction in my life. I'm not coming down. I'm not changing. I'm tired of starting over. I'm 45 and I'm starting over. And it ain't fun. God's grace is on me, but it ain't fun. That's somebody's testimony. They're 50 and they're starting over. God's grace is on him, then, but it ain't no fun. And I'm telling you, starting over ain't always easy. And starting over ain't always fun. But God is trying to get people back their momentum and get people back their strength. And get people the spirit to continue. And you gotta, you gotta contend for the faith. And this is what Nehemiah said. I'm not coming down. I'm gonna rise and I'm not coming down. I'm not meeting you in no valley called Ono. No, we're not going out to lunch. I'm about to help some of y'all get delivered and stay delivered. No, we can't do that. No, we can't take vacation together. No, some of y'all, I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost. You better practice no all week because you need to be saying it. You need to practice no because you need to learn to tell the enemy, no, I'm not going backwards. It's time for me to have my faith. It's time for me to have my destiny. Will you lift your hands even at home while you're standing? Even in the, those in the sanctuary, centrist, a central step, y'all stand. Those at home stand. I want to pray. I want to pray right now. First for those who make the decision to come back to Christ. Those who need to be born again, I want you to put it in your timeline, but I also want you to dial 84576. One word, born again, and say, I'm giving my life to Jesus today. I'm giving my life to Jesus. Dial that number, 84576. And one word, dial born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. That's the beginning of my turnaround. Today, I got to give my life to Christ. I got to turn this thing around in my favor. If God is merciful, he'll forgive you right now. All you got to do is lift your hands and say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me, purge me, cleanse me. I'm a sinner. I'm a backslider. But I want to come back and I want to be renewed. I want to come back and I want to be made whole. And if you confess that and ask the Jesus to come into your heart right now, he'll do that by faith. We're praying for you right now. Put it in the timeline. Put it on your phone. Dial that number, 84576. Born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm coming back to him. I'm coming back to him right now. And we're praying for you to give your life to Christ, number one. But even if you are saved, we're praying for you to have a tenacity in this season. We're praying for you to don't come down in this season. We're praying for you to raise up a fight for destiny. Wisdom for destiny. Grace for destiny. That you won't come down. You recognize that God has built you up, lifted you up. And you're not going to come down and tolerate the enemy's strategies anymore. And maybe you need support and you need partnership. And you need to connect with us. I want to give you an opportunity to join this great church. Same number, 84576. Text JOIN TGDC. That's Truth Gadgets Dream Center, TGDC. JOIN TGDC. One word, 84576. I need to be connected. I need a church home that people support me, pray for me. Come on, you can join this great church. Or if you're in Monticello, you can join the Monticello church. 
same number 84576 join TG VC that's truth gathers victorious church join TG VC and we'll be able to partner with you and support you and you'll have a church family that helps you survive the storms of life how many could be a witness that the church family can help you survive those storms of life a church family can help you go through the journeys of life those are the first two things of covenant I want to extend today salvation and membership because I believe in God will cause you to stay up and not come down I believe God will cause you to come up and not give up your territory anymore saints of God it's time for us to win it's time for us to contend it's time for us to keep going in the things of God we can't afford to restart over and over we can't afford to keep losing momentum God's gonna give us wisdom on how to keep going we hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from truth gatherers dream center church pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them you can find more information by following them on social media just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.